This one's really about how to drive customers to your site without paid ads. I'm not a fan of Google or Facebook ads. I do use them very occasionally for customers. But I think to get your organic traffic and to build up a, like a solid foundation first is much more effective and a much uh, better use of your time. So it's really about the different touch points you can create to drive customers to your site. Just close this. So yeah, the six step process that I work with my clients is really looking at setting up your monitoring. So before you do anything, getting your Google Analytics, searching your CRM in place, so you can actually tell what's going on and you're not just getting blank, blank numbers. You can really see who is going on and why. Uh, the next thing is to understand your customer. So look at uh, where, where they are online, where they're on in, in real life, getting, um, getting some awareness in front of them and looking at your competitors and finding out the things your competitors are doing and how to kind of benchmark those. Third thing is to prepare. So that's to make sure all of your, your marketing, your messaging, your social media, everything ties up and it looks beautiful and on point. So when someone goes from Facebook to your website, they can tell instantly who you are and what you're about. Um, some people, they have like a different logo, different branding image, and it really destroys that customer experience. They, they don't trust you if uh, your logos and your messaging don't match up. Uh, number four is attract, and that's to create a story that delivers value. So that's kind of what I'm doing with these guides, is to really offer that free value to bring people together and give them something, a reason to come back, basically. Um, number five is nurture, and that's about building long-lasting relationships. And so once you create a sale, you don't just drop everything off. You really go back and make personal connections. If you're like a small business and you need a small number of clients, it's about really having that personal touch, meeting them for coffee, picking up the phone, that kind of thing. And number six, finally, is monitor. So that's how you would use your setup, your Google Analytics, your CRMs, to analyze what's going on and to improve your campaigns as they're going along. Really, uh, the review happens at every single stage. So while you're attracting, you'll also review. But I feel like it was just, it made sense to cover that at the end. Um, yeah, so to start, we're looking at intelligent tracking tools. All of these are free. I use these myself and I also set these up and advise my clients on how, uh, what to do with them. So Google Analytics, Google Search Console and uh, CRM. The CRM that I use that's free is HubSpot. And what that does is it will collect um, information about your visitors and build up a profile so you can monitor their responses when they're engaging, when they're getting in touch with you. So <clears throat> when everyone looks at Google Analytics, they get a bit shocked. There's a hundred different options. There's literally uh, more. I've never touched half of it. I've been using it for 10 years and I've never gone through every single setting, every feature. So really um, be productive, be effective, and think about why you're there. So for me personally, I wanna know where my visits are coming from. Like ex example, like all these channels we've mentioned about Hammersmith and the Facebook groups. I wanna really know which ones of those are converting for me, how long they're staying on the site, which pages they're viewing, and most importantly, what's making them leave. Are they leaving after contacting you or are they going to your about not getting enough and then dropping off? So you can use that to improve your website and to make sure they stay, they stay and they engage with you. And then also new versus returning visitors. If you're building up kind of a customer profile, you want your visitors to come back to your site or to engage with you again. So I, for example, I'm monitoring how, how many of my returning visitors are going back to my marketing guides. And then, so that's great for your stats, but then you use your CRM, which is HubSpot, to tell you which of those visitors 
become customers and what made them convert into customers. Uh, very quick overview, again, I haven't got much time. So very quick overview of Google Analytics. This is the audience, sorry, the acquisition page. So on the left-hand panel, you've got all the dropdowns. Um, and I personally would focus on audience and acquisition. This is showing you acquisition is where they're coming from, what is, what is bringing them to your site. And you can see here, I had 310 people through referrals. So that's from press releases, partners, contra deals, building relationships with other businesses to refer um, clients to your website. Um, the next one is direct. So those are the people that search for me on Google search or typed in the domain. Uh, actually quite a lot more than I expected to actually remember the domain and type it in. Uh, you've got your social media, so your Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all of those. I, personally, I don't do TikTok, but it's up to you if you want to go for that one. Uh, then you've got your email. So these are people who I've sent an email to through my, my business, uh, bite size guides and they've then gone back onto my site. And then other is kind of everything else is not collected. Uh, you can see here the bounce rates and that's the number of people that uh, leave after just visiting one page. So the, um, you can see here 5%, that means that they went onto more than one page, whereas other, they went onto the homepage maybe and bounced off. So this is a factor we can discuss in a one-to-one, -one, how to improve your bounce rates now to get people to visit like multiple pages. Uh, and then secondly, the other main thing to look at is your audience. So this gives you a breakdown of the users, uh, how many of them are new, how many sessions they have. Uh, importantly, how much time they spend on your site. So got an average of uh, one minute, 20 seconds, which is, is good. I mean, before it was like 20 seconds. So it shows that people are actually taking the time to look at the site, engage and read the information that's on there. Um, and also two pages per session shows that people are making a point of not just bouncing off, they're going and looking at something else, finding out more, and then hopefully getting in touch. And then Google search. So um, again, this is this analytics, you only set up once. Once you've done it, you can leave it running in the background. But this is looking at um, how you appear on search, any mobile or performance issues, and how you can improve the way that you're found via Google. Oh, obviously Bing as well, but on this, for this session, we're focusing on Google. Um, I have a plugin that I use for WordPress sites that has Google Analytics and Google Search all built into one. So it's a one-stop shop to get everything kind of set up and running on your site without any, any extra work, any extra kind of uh, tweaks, basically. Um, and then, so the third part of your tools is your CRM. So this is really, um, I love this. I used to use Salesforce and Marketo when I was in the city. Everyone thinks that Salesforce costs thousands of pounds and it's very hard to use. In fact, you can have a free CRM that kind of monitors your traffic, monitors your emails, your relationships, and gives you a, like kind of a customer profile. So um, for me, every time someone emails me, um, has a meeting, goes on my site, fills out a form, it adds that to the list under their name. So I know exactly uh, what, how they're engaging over, over um, say, the past couple of years and what's making them convert. Um, again, I'm not affiliated to HubSpot, but I'm using them as the example because I really enjoy it. So there's a free CRM which I use, um, and you have to make sure that you're not gonna wanna go above that, otherwise it does get expensive. So I can, I can talk with you one-to-one -one about how not to hit these levels, because uh, I think they start at 50 pounds a month. So for some small businesses, these would be out of your price range, but this free one is incredible. And that's again about 
meeting strangers, getting them to know about your business as prospects, buying from you and becoming customers, and then like hope, uh, hopefully to become promoters, people who actively mention your brand, talk about you, and refer you to their friends and family and their people in the network. <clears throat> this is the same kind of idea. So it's, it's, you get a website traffic, you would then want to nurture that relationship so that they would become a prospect that have an interest. You would then educate them and then sell to them to become a customer. And then once they're a customer, you bring them back and you give them real kind of value, real reasons to stay with you, which would turn them into a promoter. So this is kind of the customer journey that we're focusing on, not just to pop to customers and then go back. It's kind of keeping them kind of long term. Uh, this is a quick overview of uh, the dashboard of the new uh, kind of contacts I made over the past year. Uh, you can see obviously COVID in March and April had a bit of a drop. And now because of all the partners I'm working with, it's gone back up. So June was actually very successful. Um, in November and September, I was actually on holiday. That's why there was a big drop there. But it just, it shows you how your, your relationships, your networking, your development is working over time. And it's all done in the background. So again, like GA and like Search Console, you set it up, you leave it running, and it does all the work for you. It doesn't require like daily or weekly maintenance. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I've got a bit of a cough today, I apologize. Uh, but yeah, looking at customer touch points, uh, a touch point is basically any way that a customer or a, a prospect would engage with your site or you as a, as a business. So for me, um, you've got your social media, which we featured in Power Hour 6, Google Search, um, Google Business. I absolutely adore Google Business. That's Power Hour 4. Email responses, SEO to, uh, tools like Neil Patel's Ubersuggest. I uh, featured that in our SEO um, uh, sessions in Power Hour 7 and 11. You've got your market research and surveys. For me, I didn't do market research, but I did buy some existing research in my niche. I, look, I bought three different options and I compared how people are engaging, what, uh, what channels they're using and how, really how you can get in front of them. Uh, looking at kind of third party sites like Eventbrite, Meetup, Nextdoor and Quora. Um, Jane kindly let me promote my events on her Meetup group. And that's a nice way to reach a new audience. So think about um, other places you might not have thought of in the past and try and yeah, don't be afraid to ask either. If you've got something, um, a product or um, say John, for example, is uh, setting up his new travel site. If he then wrote, uh, reached out to his network and asked them to write it for him, you'll be surprised how many of them will actually go and do it. And again, think like your customer. So um, because I work with small businesses and I'm a small business myself, I just think about the ways that I want to engage and the, the channels I'm using. I use Facebook for fun. LinkedIn for more business profiles. And so it helps you to, to be useful rather than shouting, you have like an educated marketing campaign. Uh, competitor analysis. Um, obviously everyone learns about SWOT and Pestle and all of these kind of long, uh, long form competitor analysis, but really it's about finding a few kind of benchmarkers, a few people in your industry that you love, and then look at what they're doing and try and replicate that in your own style. Um, so for me, I'll always pick five aspirational companies with my customer. I'll then use either Trello, Pocket, or Pinterest to create a storyboard. Um, we've, again, we've also got a session on Trello that we've done. So you create that storyboard uh, based on the ad campaigns they're doing, the messaging, the branding, the images, and then you pick out what of, what of those uh, elements you like and what you'd like to 
not copy, but replicate for your business. Again, you don't focus on um, the amount they're posting, but the ones that get engagement. So if, if Nike's sending out ads 50 times a day, but no one's liking or sharing them, they're worthless. You want to look at your social media posts, giveaways, uh, videos, ad campaigns. Again, you can use the Facebook ads library, which is facebook.com forward slash ads forward slash library. And that will show you all of the engagements people are getting. But you can replicate that without actually doing ads yourself. So you can look at um, the style of images, the time of the day, um, the groups they're going to. All of this data is available for free. Um, and then you can use that to shape the posts that you're creating. So you don't necessarily have to do ads yourself. Um, anyone who's been on my other sessions knows that I, I, I use Neil Patel a lot. I use Uber Suggest. And he offers um, hours of free content. He has podcasts and videos and guides. And that's where I got the influence to do my bite-sized marketing guides. Obviously, I'm never going to be that big. But if I get just a little bit of that value to a smaller scale and then um, copy kind of his winning formula, it seems to be working quite well. Um, the third aspect is about preparing. So this is about making sure that your messaging and your communication is consistent. So uh, you, firstly, you'd look at your, your vision, your mission, and what you want to achieve. And then you look at your social medias and your website, and you make sure that everything matches up. And it takes a bit of time. You can go back every time I update my logo, I have to think about all the places I've used that logo and update it. Um, you'd be surprised, like directory listings, emails, all these other um, touch points you may not have thought of. Uh, for example, I use navy, light blue, and red. As you can see in my branding from my presentation, you've got the white, the light blue, the dark blue. And it's important about keeping that consistent. Uh, my strap is digital marketing for growing your business. So that also has the feature everywhere. Uh, so as an example, this is the faceplate on my website. You've got those colors, the strap line, the book of free consultation, and uh, the image, this kind of like networking image. If you then go to my Facebook, you can see exactly the same. So someone will know that they marry up. You then go to Twitter. Again, it, it speaks the same kind of language. Everyone, everyone knows it's the same company. And you can see all of the artwork on the right-hand side also matches up with the brand using the same strap lines, the same elements and keeping it consistent as well. Then your Google business. Um, every small business should be featured on Google. It's a way for you to collect uh, honest, verified reviews, have all your, all your information, and also down here you can do posts. <clears throat> so if you have an announcement or a press release, it's a really good place to go and stick it down here in Google business. But also make sure that, that match your website and your branding matches up here as well. And finally, directories. You might not think about Bark and Bidvine and stuff, but you want to make sure that they have your logo, your straps, and they also pull in all of your other content, like your reviews as well. So maybe go back, have a look at those, and make sure they match. So that was about getting everything ready. So we looked at the tools, um, the competitors, and then your messaging. And then now it's about what you're actually going to say. So if you want to uh, encourage people to come to your site and to buy from you or to engage with you, you have to build up kind of a story. Uh, mine is that I support small businesses. I do their websites, but I also am like kind of a one-stop shop for, I have partners to do design, print, etc. cetera. Um, so you want to generate genuine interest from customers by delivering something of actual value and responding to their pain points. 
if they don't know about social media, you give them some content on social media. If they don't know about the customer experience in uh, Tony's case, you give them a bit of a video to explain to them how to get in front of your customers. So you want to think about identifying the problem that they're having and then solving that and then highlighting a USP. So I do the personal touch and I solve small business problems. Um, and then you want to also want to make sure that your market material is always well delivered and easy to understand. Um, when I write, I have a habit to waffle. So I kind of have to bring it back, tighten it, make it a bit more um, to the point. And just thinking about how people of all skill levels are actually going to receive your content. Um, pick a niche and stick to it. So it's about making sure that um, you, everyone knows you're an expert in your field. Um, if you're a, a travel agent or a designer or, um, or a salesman, you need to really find that certain niche, that kind of target audience to go for. And then um, as what you can see what I'm doing here is build a series of communication. So not just email a customer once, but give them a reason for you to email them at least maybe once a month. Uh, whether it's a newsletter, an update, uh, some training, some kind of an announcement that actually that they're going to be interested in. Try not to sell. If you can, just try and provide, uh, like, yeah, support, support before selling, basically. And then press releases. It's a really important aspect to try and get out to a wider, wider audience. So if, you, if you've created your brand and you've got a launch and you're looking to promote yourself, reach out to business centers and universities and all these different touch points and just tell them what's going on. A lot of the time they'll actually promote what you're doing for free or that some will charge, some won't, but really think about, is it, is it newsworthy? Is it something that people uh, deserve to know about and they can actually benefit from? Um, I know we're going quickly through this. So any questions I've got cover and I'll also do one-to-ones if people have specific like personal questions to go through. And the fifth stage is nurturing. So it's looking at building relationships and repeat customers. So again, not just selling once, but getting them to come back time and time again and getting them to remember you. So if their friend asks about a travel agent, they'll always think of you first and they're always going to um, like recommend you, share your details and become promoters for your business. So again, never taken for granted. If someone trusts you enough to pay to, to buy from you, respect that and try and do something like give back to them, give them, a bit of advice or some support that will kind of get them on their way. Um, they can always swap their supplier. I know there's two or three other digital marketing agencies in this call today. So what is it that's going to make people come to you rather than your competitors or rather than other people in your network? Give them like a strong kind of tangible reason to come back to you. Um, as I mentioned, semi-regular contact for email marketing content and calls. Um, if you're a small business with a small number of clients, just pick up the phone, like, yeah, maybe once a couple of times a year, give them a call, see how they're doing. Take the time to really, like, understand what they're looking for. Um, again, be smart, timely, and monitor. So, for example, if you're doing your calls and you're not getting the responses, maybe you're too sales-focused, maybe you're not going in with the right questions. <coughs> and most importantly, ask about their business. So rather than me saying, oh, I've, I've launched this new website and it's great, I'll say, what are you doing? What have you found out over COVID that's challenging? Like, is there anything that you want to promote yourself? Because people will always open up and respond better if you give them the time to talk and you show genuine interest in their business. 
And so once you've done all that, so you've built up the story, uh, you've sent it out, and then you've actually uh, given them a reason to come back. You want to monitor and update your campaigns. So this is where you use the tools we mentioned at the beginning to, to really see what's working and what's not. Um, for me personally, I use MailerLite for my email. So I monitor the opens, the clicks. Uh, there's been no, no unsubs to date, but it's about monitoring the engagement you get from your email, Google Analytics to engage with your website, and then HubSpot to tell you uh, which customers are coming back to your site and buying from you. Um, again, seasonal factors, Christmas, COVID, Brexit, all of these come into play. So try and think ahead. And if you know you're gonna have a bit of a slump, maybe over the summer, for example, look to build up interest before and after and engage with them. So you, uh, you wanna plan out, say, the next 12 months of your customer journey. And then obviously come for emails. And then also look at uh, activity across channels. So one of the, the major benefits of something like HubSpot, like a CRM, is it doesn't look at things uh, in, in their individual silos. Uh, you can really see if someone's, uh, they've emailed you, then they've gone on your site, then they've uh, called you, they met you for a meeting. It, it kind of brings a bigger, wider picture of uh, their engagement with you. So it's not just getting the likes on Facebook, it's them then coming and, and getting in touch and uh, filling out a form on your site, wherever it is. That's where those CRMs really come into play. Um, and so obviously the six, the six topics, we now got the six questions that you should ask yourself around that. So for the first one, at the moment, can you actually track your website visitors and how they engage with you? Do you have Google Analytics? Do you have some kind of monitoring tool? Uh, looking at your preparing, do you, do you actually know your ideal customer? You think they're on Facebook, but maybe they'll be using Eventbrite or Twitter or whatever it is. Have a look and really like find out where they're, where they're living at the moment and also your competitor strengths. I really can't stress enough that looking at your competitors to work out where you should be in the future is a great way to like speed things up. Uh, your brand, is your brand messaging coherent for all, not just your internal team? So when I started, I had like a really long uh, 20 word strap line and basically no one cares. And it's about making it coherent, making it easy to follow and easy to understand. And I know with a new business, your messaging is really, really tricky. So spend the time to get it right so that all of your print, your business cards and everything have the same coherent message. And then your key USP. So when you're building your story, like you need to really think, why would people care? Honestly, why would someone pick up the phone and call you over someone else? So like, um, if you go and speak to someone, what are they gonna remember and what are they gonna tell their, their network and their friends about you? And then it's uh, really about keeping in touch. So you need to get the balance based on your niche of how often you reach out to them, what kind of messaging, what channels you use. Keep regular contact, but also be mindful not to bombard them. So I do kind of like uh, every seven to 14 days for people that choose to get the marketing guides. If they don't choose, then I might speak to them once or twice, maybe two to three times a year. You wanna keep up contact with the people that actually wanna be contacted. And then as we said, the monitoring. So can, uh, can you actually act on the results? If you've got Google Analytics, do you know what it means? And do you know what changes you have to make to your site in order to improve on it? So if people are bouncing off of your contact page, what are you gonna to do to go back in and update that and update the forms and the, the landing pages, the pop-ups, et cetera? Also pop-ups generally are terrible. If you can avoid having a pop-up on your site, it'd be better. 
And there's a quick one here, just what I'm doing to show you what I'm doing for these. So again, the purpose is to offer valuable content. Everything's set up. I use a range of channels to understand, um, understand my audience. Everything's coherent. Uh, I use these guides as a way to attract and nurture leads. And then I make contacts and then I review. So you can see that I'm literally following each of these step by step for what I'm doing at the moment. Uh, and this is just kind of some other little bits I thought I'd add in just like bonus tips. Um, yeah, don't ignore any relationship. A competitor can be a partner. Um, I did a website for Jeannie Shapiro and she offers digital marketing. We had a chat for a couple of hours and realized that we can like benefit each other. So she's actually, I've got most of my recent customers from someone who technically would be a competitor. Um, I'm going to speak to a couple of others at the moment from the um, freelance heroes to see if we can partner up, if we can like share, share um, content, maybe cross promote, do some speaking opportunities. And then don't be afraid to test. You're never going to know what works until you try it out. So definitely look at um, email marketing, your social media, all of these channels and just give it a go and see what works for you. Um, really something I learned from my last corporate job is everything you do, ask yourself why, like basically, why should I invest the time to do this action? Obviously you have to test. If you test for a month and then nothing's coming back, should you really be doing the same thing over and over again? Um, if you're doing networking and you go to 50 networking events, but you're not getting any leads uh, after a year, should you be doing those networking events? Um, <clears throat> quite importantly is to be proud of your business, like being, be your own advocate for what you do, but also know, like be humble and know that you're not the best out there. There's always someone better. I know that I'll never become Neil Patel, but I know that I can strive to like offer something like a smaller version of that, hopefully. Uh, and then extend your reach. So um, I put a post out today about all the different kind of touch points people use. For me, Eventbrite, Meetup, social media, chambers of commerce, local business centers like Jane's Business Center and UBC has been a great help. Uh, the enterprise hubs like Hammersmith, uh, Hammersmith and Fulham Council, Portobello Business Center, uh, personal contacts and directories. Um, one of the things we do with SEO is to set up directories on all, uh, I think it's 150 directories for you to be listed on. And that just means it helps your SEO and it gives you another way to reach people. Um, and then also ask for feedback from loyal customers. If someone's bought from you five times over, just have a chat and ask them what they like and they don't like. So that's the overview. Um, next week, we're going to be doing one on LinkedIn. I've got a LinkedIn expert joining to show you how to build connections on, on LinkedIn. And um, <clears throat> the marketing guys are going to come out every week. And we're also going to do some one-to-ones. So I haven't covered it here. If you want more details, just let me know and we can do like a one-to-one -one on it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening. I'm just going to stop sharing and go to the questions. There's like a, a hundred, hundred in the chat. So if anyone wants to unmute themselves and ask a question. Theo, when you talked about the website, you spoke about understanding where customers are coming from, or sorry, where visitors are coming from. Mm -hmm. What what are the the uh, parameters which, which where where you know people are coming from? You know, are, is that because you have give, you have put your website link into another media and therefore you can 
you can identify that they've clicked on it that way? No, so that's Google Analytics. So when you, once you set that up, it will tell you if they come from Facebook or from Twitter or from an email. It does it all for you. Uh, you can use Bitly, which is like a free tracking shortcode, but Google Analytics will give you all of that data for free. Okay, so that's where you have you have advertised your your um, your, your web address in another media. It doesn't and have to that be that. Person... It just means that uh, you can put your web address anywhere that you want, but it's only when someone clicks on that or they search you, Google Analytics will just will naturally just tell you where they're coming from. Okay, okay. But if it's on a business card, if I give it to someone on a business uh, card, how is it tracked then? See, that's going to be through your CRM. That's going to be through HubSpot. Um, if you if you wanted to, you could but use. Then a it would be shown as someone entering the the web address or or looking at in, on Google with uh, with with uh, with your keyword or something. Uh, well, in, for if you wanted to for a business card, you could put again the Bitly, and then you could say John Cole's business card or whatever you want it to be, and that would tell you exactly when they came from print. But print is one of the the hardest ways to track. That's why people use. Um, like discount. Sorry, I don't know how to help with that. Sorry, my Google Here kicked up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, she knows. Um, I'll ask her instead. <laughs> yeah, I should have turned her off, really. Um, but yeah, basically, you can use Bitly to uh, monitor that. But the Bitly links don't always look as good. Um, but that would tell you uh, where they came from. But look at uh, voucher codes, 10% off. Don't cheapen your service, but think about a promo code or a referral basis to work, out, work that out. But John, when you're doing your print, I'll be happy to talk you through it and we can look at your, your leaflets, your print, your, your letters, your newsletters and give you like uh, tracking for all of them. Okay, great. Thank you. No worries. Yeah, it's t Tony here. I think one uh, interesting that tip for BuzzSumo, I had a look at that while, um, on the, on, while you were talking. I think the, one of the things that we find the challenge there is, you know, organizations that have got in markets where there's sort of quite generic words which you use so we, you know customer experience is our sort of go-to but you you type in customer experience and you cover such a multitude of sins have you got any tips on how you actually can narrow that search down and and look for things that are more specific so um i think it was power, the power hour 11 a few weeks ago we did one on keywords yeah so um we actually went through how you'd find like a niche keyword so if if you're doing customer experience you might look for um, construction customer experience or um, web-based, mobile-based, you can find out what's being searched for and the terms that aren't actually highly competitive. Yeah. So we I think we discussed yesterday about like the music industry and you, you use location and niches to like make yourself stand out. So for example, I do digital marketing for small businesses in West London and that cuts down the competition like tenfold. Uh, but yeah, Tony, if you want to, we can do like a quick call after and pick out some like uh, keywords for you. Okay. Thanks, Liam. Um, Howie, the thing with my website at the moment is I've not got full control of it. It was built for me on a special, special offer, which, uh, which they did, but I've not sort of had much sort of support, support for them. Each time I want something, it's always here's the bill to do it. Um, and I said, actually, I just want to get control over it and be able to do posts and that sort of thing. Is that something that we can look at? Yeah, so um, we did a tr uh, the um, parallel 12 and 13 was looking at WordPress and how you can edit your own site. So it shows you how you can go in and update the pages, update the content. If they're using a different um, content management system. No, they're using WordPress. Oh, that's fine. Then I can. I made sure. 
All right, but that's perfect then. Um, I can show you how to do that for yourself. Um, okay. You wouldn't deal with the design, but you do more of the, the content and the, um, the links, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm happy with the design and, and, and the colors and all that, but yeah, that would be great. Okay, yeah, so I'll drop you an email. email anyway so we can catch up on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, I'll send you links to 12 and 13. We can also do a one-to-one -one on that. Fantastic. Just to say, I know I rushed for everything. I was quite conscious of time because it's obviously Friday afternoon. Um, I might be pulling these out and doing um, one hour on each of those six topics. So if you do want like an extended version, let me know and I'll try and do one on how to attract and how to monitor your traffic. Um, I just wanted to give everyone like a quick overview, like a snapshot of everything. I don't know if would any of you be interested in doing like, is there one of those six that you'd like me to expand on? I think doing a longer session would be good because I feel a bit sort of, um, it's good to have an overview, but it was quick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it was designed to be quick just so you know what's there, you can see the recording and then come back really to come back with any questions. Um, so I normally do, like I said, the free, like initial one-to-one, -one, or then just some answers over by email and then anything else will be chargeable. Um, but I might again use uh, some time over August to do some more detailed ones on that and get people like Tony, who does a lot of customer experience, maybe get him to co-host an event to talk about like the customer journey and how to improve uh, the customer experience on your site. Yeah, I'd be quite interested. Thanks, Theo. Yeah, no. I'd be quite interested to know more about the the directories. I, I know you. There's a lot of directories out there. You know, obviously Google we know about, but there's Nextdoor. There's a uh, yeah, all, all sorts. It might be interesting to to learn a little bit more about that. Um, what what's there? Which ones you recommend for for different businesses? Um, so I've got a list of the top fifty. So when I do like an <clears throat> with an SEO campaign, you would look at the on-page um, SEO. And then you would look at getting links via directories. So I literally have a hit list of the top 50 popular ones and I just go through them one by one. It is a manual process, but it's worth it in the long run. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Just looking back at the chat. Um, yes, Google Analytics, thank you, Yuanda. Um, Google Analytics is a funny one because it's so detailed and advanced. There's, um, to be honest, Audience and acquisition are the kind of entry points. And then it's up to you how much more involved you want to get. Uh, we could definitely look to do one over the summer. Um, I'll, I'll be doing these sessions until at least kind of end of September. So we'll have time hopefully to, to feature that in one. Um, obviously Bonnie said to expand on all. It's possible, I mean, if, um, if I can get co-hosts and if there's interest and I will try and do six subs uh, subsequent sessions. Um, we've got some LinkedIn in the chat. Um, quick call. Did any of it not make sense? Does any of you think maybe there's another way of um, engaging with a customer, something that I've missed? What I found interesting, Theo, was the um, uh, keeping a record of your contacts with your customers. I didn't realize you could do that, and that would be so useful. Um, so that's something that I hadn't thought of and would, would be using, I think. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I used to use Salesforce and then Marketo. I think my, the company paid half a million pounds to have Marketo in, in the company. With HubSpot, you can get all of that, all of the basics for free. So, for example, Zoe, um, I, I know it sounds a bit Big Brother-ish, but if you went on my site and filled out a form, emailed, uh, contacted, went via social media, it literally gives like a timeline showing every, every interaction. 
so you can see like if they're coming back if yeah it gives a full full view of every um every engagement uh, i'm just looking back through the chat to see if i missed any questions uh Theo, yeah sorry, sorry um i'd quite like because of not being able to get onto it this uh last week's session and the technical problems with um getting the zoom link to work It'd be really useful just if you're able to sort of run that again as a, a session as a group. Uh, I've done the. I know you sent me the link. I mean, in that case, it might be worth me sending you the recording just because I've already done. We did um, how to get started on WordPress, how to actually update your pages and content, and then I'm doing one more on design. Um, but just because I've only got a finite number of these guides, I would uh, maybe send you the recording and then have a chat with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, but again, the next one was that was the one that I, I could really do with, with you know getting my head around really, and that was I was really looking forward to that one last week. Um, I'm yeah. actually work because basically ninety percent of my job is WordPress, so I'm going to be doing a lot more in-person WordPress ones. So I'll be doing uh, interactive ones. People bring their laptops and they follow along, and I'll be doing some more like pre presenter style ones, um, and they'll be all like basically from August. I'm, I'll talk to Jane. I'll do one in Brentford, hopefully in late August. So maybe you could come and do one in person if, if you prefer. Yeah, I mean, it would be useful just to, you know, cause I, I, sometimes I find I just, I pick it up a lot quicker by just doing face-to-face -face and just playing with it and just getting that uh, guide um, um, on a face-to-face -face type session would be useful. Yeah. Cool, yeah, no worries. Well, um, I, I think it's... The W, <clears throat> sorry, the W4 Belmont in Chiswick, the Hammersmith Club, you know, the Enterprise Club, and also UBC are the three kind of um, centres I'll be working at soon. Where's the, uh, where's the Enterprise Club <coughs> or the Hammersmith? The Hammersmith one is, it's just across from Hammersmith Station. You go down and buy, buy the Virgin Active. I'll email you the link to it afterwards. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's the Shortlands. It's the Shortlands Exactly, that's the one. So I did a talk there recently okay. in WordPress. Well, uh, January. Um, okay. Uh, from Justin, when's the WordPress session? Um, there'll be another follow-up WordPress session on as part of these guides, and then I'll be doing in-person ones, Justin. So if you if you want to come, email me, and I'll send you dates once we have like, the live events. Um, if we use more analytics platform, does it slow down the page downloading or, or the websites? So Steve, um, there's a when I build the website, there's a way to make it faster. So I put a plugin. Uh, that wouldn't slow down your site, but you'd still get all of those uh, interactions. Uh, it's called WP Static, and it gives you a very fast loading site with all the bells and whistles. Um, and I'm trying to just go back. There was quite a few questions. Um, any other, like, all right, so next week I'm thinking LinkedIn. Is there anything else that people really want to try and get, get covered uh, over July? Another topic that you might, that you think we benefit people. So much. <laughs> um, I know, sorry, Fiona, I don't want to put you on the spot, but as you do digital marketing as well, you probably get similar kind of questions. Well, my, um, so I've kind of had to take on website building, so that's not actually my area. Um, so I mainly do kind of marketing strategy, content, social media content. And then they say, oh, I've got a website, do you mind refreshing that and redoing that? So I'm still learning a lot of the website stuff. And it would be really, really good to hear about the 
different website platforms to use because um, I've got one client with Squarespace, most of them are WordPress, um, a couple on Wix, which is I find quite awkward. So it'd be really good to go through all the different platforms that there are. Okay. Um, if you don't mind, I'm just going to share my screen quickly. I actually wrote a piece of content about WordPress versus Wix versus Squarespace. Um, I'll just show you the link so you can get back to it. Um, sorry about the noise. Um, let's just go there. So if you go to my site and then you go to resources and then bite-sized marketing guides, then you've got every, uh, every session we've done, you can see here like uh, lockdown with Zoe, you've got your SEO, social media, etc. Uh, but this one here is how to create a brilliant website. And that looks at the benefits and the negatives of using something like WordPress. So it's basically, web, um, in short, WordPress is open source, it's flexible. Uh, you can, I, I charge 60 pounds a year for hosting and that's it. Whereas on Squarespace, people are paying 250, 300 pounds a year just to have their Squarespace site with e-commerce. So there's this huge kind of like paywall that you put, get put in front of with Wix, Squarespace and Weebly. Whereas Word, basically WordPress is for, for real businesses that want to go to the next level. Wix is more of a, uh, you want to get a website done over a weekend and you're, you're thinking short term, then you start with Wix. If you want something long term with decent SEO, then you go to WordPress. And this will look at, this will show you some of the, the features and the benefits, um, how we can help. Uh, again, we, we do use Wix if they really ask for it, but I, I wouldn't recommend it myself. No, I would not. Uh, same with Squarespace and Weebly. Like Alistair, who joined last time, said they're trash. I don't want to call them trash, but yeah, they are basically. Um, also, if anyone's interested, there's ones here on uh, Canva, how to design your own graphics. You've got your social media, Google Business, which, yeah, seriously check out Google Business. There's a tutorial on how to set one up for yourself. Uh, we've got digital marketing clinics, how to stay productive, and video conferencing. Uh, one little kind of tip of something I'm loving at the moment. There's a website called Focus To Do. I don't know if any of you have heard of the, uh, sounds geeky, but the Pomodoro technique. So basically, if you're at home and you're like not being productive and you're kind of not getting your work done, you can create a list of tasks and it, it builds up a timer. So you give yourself a, like a focus period, a half an hour, 25 minutes to get the job done and then to have a break. And I'm actually finding I'm like getting twice as much done in my day at the moment by using this. So if, if I don't finish it in the 25 minutes, I'll have a break, come back and then I'll just smash it out and get it done in the next 10 so if any of you want to try this, it's a free tool called Focus To Do. And that's uh, part of one of these guides as well. Kania just said, I have a platform for creative people, so I have more images. It'd be great for you to help me with a plugin, which I can use to optimize my website to make it load fast. Um, sorry, someone's got their phone going off. Would you mind just um, muting it? Apologies. Uh, Nia, there's two things you can do. I'm just going to share the screen. Uh, one second. So if you're looking to, to speed up your site, you've got WP Supercache is a plugin for WordPress. It's a free plugin that basically creates a, a local copy of your site so people don't have to load it every time. The other one is WP Static, and that is a web, that's uh, a way to like give people a static version of your site, trims everything down. And then the third and final one, 
especially for images, this is really important, is bulk resize photos. So that will kind of compress your images, get them into like a web-ready format. Because if you take an, an image with a DSLR camera, it's going to beat the crap out of your site. If you use bulk resize photos, it'll allow you to have hundreds of images without slowing down your site. So yeah, really WP cache, WP to static, and that one. Uh, and Rain, yeah, of course it's okay to share the recording. I'll email it to you so you can share it with, with your colleague. Thank you. Um, I think that's everything. So yeah, if anyone wants to register or if anyone wants to get in touch, uh, just drop me an email and we can go into stuff in more detail. Um, I don't, obviously Friday afternoon, I don't want to keep you guys. Um, just any final thoughts before we sign off? Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. No worries. Um, Jane, if you can stay on, it'd be good to have a quick two minutes afterwards, if that's all right. Cool. All right. Again, uh, my email, I'll put my email in the chat now. It's just theo at theoruby.com. So if anything you didn't you think of afterwards or you wanted to cover or looking at getting some hosting or something, just drop me an email. Oh, and um, if anyone like wants to say, obviously I appreciate all the nice comments in the chat. It's good to get some like positive feedback. Um, if you're feeling really nice, if you could share maybe a takeaway or just share a link to these, just so more people can come next time. So if, if you use LinkedIn or Facebook, it, I'd really uh, appreciate it if you could just share that on LinkedIn. Thank you guys. Thank you, have a nice day. Happy fun. Enjoy Thanks. the weekend. Bye. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Good to meet everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.